hello everyone and welcome back to a special Ryder Cup Day 1 preview edition of the My Lovers Golf Podcast. And I guess if you're a, a European supporter like uh, I am, it might be a somber occasion. Uh, it might be a short podcast because uh, it, it looks like uh, the USA might be running away with it. But I've got along the two main men of the day, Magic Mike and Rocket. How are you boys? Good, thank you. Yep, very well. Thanks, mate. Well... They sound, they sound a little bit somber. Uh, I think on the case of Magic Mike, it might just be pre-match nerves. No, not for the Ryder Cup. It is the biggest day in his sporting calendar. It's grand final day and his beloved Western Bulldogs, the Doggies, go the Doggies, uh, are in the grand final, which is played today. Uh, not in Melbourne, as it usually is, but in Perth. If you're uh, if you're a Melbourneite, you, you know that all too well. If you are from another part of the world, yes, the grand final has been taken away from the hello turf of the MCG. It's been secreted away by the Western Australians over there. But uh, yes, it's the Melbourne Demons versus the Doggies. Uh, we've probably got a few golfers in each camp. Uh, football footballers uh, playing in the grand final. We've got Zane Cordy on the Doggies side. We've got big Stevie May on the uh, Melbourne side. I'm, I'm torn because I know both those boys and I, and I like them both. You know, I've had them both in here playing golf and getting golf gear. So uh, good luck to both of them. That's all I'll say. Big Stevie May is a Peninsula Kingswood member. Good luck to you, Stevie. He's been, he's been a revelation down at the Demons. But Zane Cordy and his boys... Young Benny Cavara probably won't play today in the grand final, but another young doggy that uh, loves his golf. Good luck to all of those guys. But we're here to talk about the Ryder Cup. And as I say, it's a fairly somber moment if you are a Europe fan, because it looks like the US have developed an insurmount, what might appear, maybe not. History says that it's not impossible, but it probably looks like at this moment an insurmountable lead. What do you reckon? Rocket, I'll go to you first. You probably watched the most of it. Uh, the morning was telling. The morning was telling. You know, the... You know the. You know, I, I thought the 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 Ram the Ram Garcia and then D. Oh, hang on. who was that? They played um, JT and Spieth. That was just a cracking yep. match, and and you know you guys got bombed with my um my Rambo gifts for like a couple of hours because he was making monster putts everywhere. He was like, he was huge. He pretty much probably carried the team, and then. I th- I thought I thought we'd get more out of the others, and you know, you know DJ and Colin Morikawa again. You know, everyone remembers what I said. You know, the foursomes is all about putting a couple of ball strikers together, and you know, you see what happens with DJ and Colin. Well, you know. let's let's talk about that first first session. Uh, the foursomes. It looked like it could uh, it could be going. Either way, for a little bit there, a brief moment, but then the ascendancy just very quickly turned into the U.S. favour. You know, the, we picked it. We picked the two Spaniards leading the the, the European charge. Uh, we did pick that, as many many did, um, and and they were pretty strong. You know, uh, Sergio for the front nine that I watched, and then the start of the back nine. You know, he was actually playing some great shots, and it was Rambo that probably made the first mistake by dunking that one in the water on the par five, but uh, quickly made, made up for it by sinking, as you say, a few monster putts. But then just with uh, the other boys, you know, the, the pairing of Pultz and McElroy just didn't fire. And for what I, what I could see, both of them are leaving each other in some, you know, deep Kagari. And uh, it was just a struggle for those guys. So, you know, Mike, in the morning, you know, what did you uh, take out from that? Yeah, exactly what you said, mate. Uh, I think that that the early match with the um, Spaniards versus the uh, the Golden Boys of Spieth and Thomas, I thought early days uh, you saw 
Sergio, not wayward, but he puts um, John Rahm in a couple of awkward spots and they sort of were scratching around and, and they only lost one point. They could have easily lost the first couple of holes. Um, and to come back and just go bang, bang and win the next two was just super strength. And exactly like you said, on that par five, um, for Rahm to go for the green and dunk it in the water when um, they were already in trouble was a really interesting decision. Mm. And I think it was a more than anything, that was the turning point for the vibe of probably the, the tournament or the game because it was the one where I think it was Spieth who had the first putter to birdie from about 18 feet. Now, he only had to make par to win the hole. So there was no reason for him to... There's no way they're going to three-putt from 18 feet. You tell him to pick it up, you don't get the crowd involved, but they didn't. And so they let him go. Of course, what happens? He bins the putt as it is, makes the birdie, Next hole, Sergio's got a two-footer. Nah, you're you're going to putt that, mate. And then from then on, it's like, right, this is, as uh, as Sevi said, this is how we're going to play. This is this is how it's going to happen. Uh, and that 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 was to set the scene for the day. Yeah, well, it looked like it could have been going uh, going to be a, a bit of a European flavour there early on. There was a few other matches that uh, were a little bit closer early on, but you look at the skate. There's so much red there. You know, you're looking at. Uh, you know, the Johnson Morikawa with the, the Kepka and Berger match, the Shoffley and Cantlay, you know, mm-hmm. the, 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 the guns that we'd expect and many people have talked about, you know, on paper, these guys are the best players in the world. They should be winning. Uh, but we hope that the agitators, uh, the, the, the Pilters and the Fleetwoods or the Fleetwood, the Fleetwoods is a different story. That was the afternoon. But, you know, we hope that the those guys could have, you know, Casey's, the Westwoods could have agitated, could have got in there, got under the skin. Just didn't, just didn't happen. Just didn't happen. Yeah, Westy was terrible. Actually, I would say that the two that were the Westy and and Rory, they oh. were they were ordinary. Oh, I'm pretty sure the Europeans they've got the wrong Rory. They need well, Sabo. They, they could have played Sabo. him as well. They need well, he got... Yeah, he's ex- he's from Slovakia. Exactly. He's European. He could have been a European <laughs> pick. The, the the silver medalist. Someone did someone did talk about uh, Rory that the the Slovakian being available, you know, sticking his hand up there as a late fill in if something happened. But uh, you know, um, all, all just aside, you know, Rory got sent back out in the afternoon by Captain Harrington. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, yeah. I I, I think I tweeted. Just before I gave it up last night, he looked like um, he looked like a, a little child who'd been told he had to eat his vegetables or he wasn't getting dessert. He didn't look happy. He was almost just looked broken a little bit. And he was six holes into a Ryder Cup. I was just shaking my head. I just was baffled. I know they weren't going well. They they would get they walked into a buzzsaw. But um, yeah, I was really I was a little bit disappointed at how he went. Um, and it just gave no, Poulter's going to be there to bring the juice, you know. Like he's not going to he's not going to rip the game apart. He just had no. There was no electricity at all, and he just did not get a chance at it. There was, when you what were they five down through five? I think I, we messaged Rocket. I think I said this could be over by the tenth. Um, the way it was going, um, it just Come, really took it back. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. To hang on. But, but the thing is, though, you know, you, you're right. Poulter's not there to be the. He's not the leader. He's that man that's just doing stuff when you kind of need it to just yep. kind of the, the lifting component. And, you know, if, you, if you're playing with someone like Rory, it's and if, you, if you're playing with someone that's not playing well and they can get a little bit, little negative Nancy, 
it's very hard to bring them along, especially when it's someone like Rory, right? Exactly. It's it's very hard to kind of say to them, "Hey, hey, Coco, <laughs> pull your bloody pants up, son. It's a it's a bloody Ryder Cup." Yeah. It's, and is that was it a smart pairing in that regard? You know, that's exactly how I see it. You know, you've got two two bulls. You know, Rory's Rory's still a bull. No, normal is, Rory is is normal Rory. It, it's a good pairing, but the thing is, though, you know, I don't know if any. If um, if Mikey watched the the live from after it, um, Brandel Chambly was quite, you know, normal Brandel Chambly style. <laughs> he pulled apart the stats on Rory's performance off the tee when Pete Cowan is actually at the tournament. Yeah, yeah, and it was he, like he, two of his worst ever. Yeah, 10, yeah, and then four of his worst twenty or something. Well, this is the thing that even if we digress a little bit onto Rory, I. I yeah, I've talked about Rory before. I don't understand why Pete Cowan's even doing anything with his long game. I thought it was supposed to be just sorting out his short game stuff because that's that's the biggest problem. But he's lost. And that was that was you know hole one, hole one of the first round. You know, Rory left Pultz with that uh, you know long. No, it wasn't a long putt, but it was a difficult putt in a in a wedge that should have been closer than it was. And you know, was that the telltale sign of Rory? downhill spiral we, we don't know we're not inside Rory's head but uh, if we were in Rory, inside Rory's head I'm sure that there would be a tangled web or a maze or something that's very hard to navigate around at the moment because uh, it wasn't the Rory that we were expecting it wasn't the Rory that we wanted and you know not blaming him anything as I say anything can happen looks unlikely so but uh, yeah he was the he was the he was probably the guy of that Sub elder statesmen, you know, you got the elder statesmen there, the gurus, the legends, the you know, the the, the people that Ryder Cup Europe teams built around, and then you got Rory, and he's the conduit to some of those newer guys. And when that conduit, you know, that midfield player isn't isn't firing, you're not going to score goals. Well, it makes it tough for um, makes it tough for ha- Harrington to. Oh, you know, what do you do yeah. with the what do you do with the foursomes? And and it might be one of those things where uh, I haven't seen them name any of the listings. Uh, you know, who's teeing off, but maybe it's. You've you've got to bit of throw a bit of caution to the wind and actually probably rest putting Rory out and just going, dude, just clear head, yeah, clear head. Come out in the four balls and just rip him a new one and bring some of the the rookie guys in and just just put it on them and just go. You know, you got nothing to lose. Like oh, literally, yeah. they don't have anything to lose. Like they have to throw caution. No, nah, you're, you're either going to get hosed or or you're going to win some matches. There's no middle ground on this one. No, that's it. Now, like we just said um, just before, and I know we'll get get into it, but if you think about how they're going to go in the uh, in the singles on Sunday, even if they only win half, which I think they win more than half, that puts them at uh, what's that? Twelve points. They only need two and a half points tomorrow to, to clinch. So tomorrow you go out there and you change it up. You mix it up and you're going for the kill. How do you how do you change it up? How do you mix it up? You know, let's look at the afternoon pairings. Yeah, we had. Weisberger and uh, Casey. You know, we had Rahm and Hatton, and uh, we had Larry and McRoy. The you know the Irish boys should have done what the Spaniards did, didn't do it. And then we have uh, Hovwood. I like that. That's uh, we didn't get the the the, the um, uh, we didn't get the Woodburger, uh, the Woodberg or the Fleetburger. We got the no. Hovwood. Yeah, and I'll go I'll go Hovwood or because Fleetland. Ho- <laughs> Fleetland. Well, I went Hovwood because you know there's no Molinari, so there's no Mollywood. Mollywood <laughs> yeah. goes into Hollywood. Hollywood goes into Hovwood. Yeah, That's fair enough, isn't it? Like there it. you go. Now, I think, um, oh, look, 
it's easy to say now you're looking back at it but um i saw a, an interview with padre saying um he, he let it slip uh, a day or so ago um that everyone was going to get a game on day one right so that means you're sitting people from the morning that might have been hot now to not play sergio in the afternoon i just think that's weird like you if you've got two guys that have gone super well in Ram and Sergio in the morning, you want to break them up to try and spread the love and get a bit, bit, mm. bit of, um, bit, rub a little bit off on everyone else. Great, do that, but don't sit one of them. That, that, the, that, that's yeah. madness. Keep keep that uh, you know Espanol vibe going. Absolutely mm. right, and especially when it's four ball. Right, it's, it's about being birdie machines. That's what mm. that's that's what it's yep. all about. So you've sat the one person who can be a birdie machine. And we talked about it pre-tournament. You know, this course is about driving the ball well and Sergio stacks up oh, yeah. in the top two or three of either team. Team so green. why why ever sit him after he's won a point the first first um, morning? So where does, in stats-wise, you know, if you've had a quick look, Mike, you know, we talked about it in the pre, prelude show last week. Yep. As you just, you know, who's who's maintained? Sergio being one. Who's, who's fallen away? Rory the other one? Anyone else fallen away in... And where they should have been, you know, stats-wise performing, where are they? Where are they falling over? Uh, I've looked at it this morning. To be honest, uh, the the um, the one that would be definitely falling over would obviously be Rory. Um, I think uh, someone like um, Paul that hasn't gone well, who's paired with Rory, but I don't think he was really setting up as someone who was going to play ex- exceptionally well. Um, Sheffield's a bit of a hard one to get a handle on because he only played in the afternoon. Bryson did what he had to do. I'd say all the US guys would have been bang on where you would expect them to be. Um, yeah, without without digging into the numbers, I think that probably the people that expected to go well expect, have gone well. The difficult part is the people that ranked poorly or rated poorly pre-tournament played poorly today or didn't didn't get the uh, numbers they needed to get. I didn't I didn't see the morning, uh, but you would have caught the end of the Fleetwood and Hovland match. That looks like you know when I did see it. To the results stacking up, that was well, those guys were well ahead. You know, then just to you know lose, you know, three of the last well, you know, eight holes. What happened there? Oh, the the uh, it was all it was all uh, done on uh, sixteen. Uh, yep. Thomas hit a and an, I, I did look. It ended up being an amazing shot. It was an amazing line, and he's and he's made an amazing eagle part. Um, but. I don't know that he was necessarily trying to put it exactly where it ended up to get that eagle putt as it was, but he made it, so it doesn't really matter now. And it was pure Justin Thomas, Team USA. He had electricity coming out of his eyeballs after he made that, and oh, yeah. everyone got involved. Yeah. 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 Well, and talk about the crowds. You know, the European commentary that I was listening to were sort of making waves that, uh, you know, the American crowd has, you know, somewhat seem to be a little bit more respectful being that the fact that there's you know oh, no. very little very little to zero uh european support there but certainly that would seem to have um been proven wrong right oh it's it's ugly american central like probably worse than ever like some of the reports that you hear out of there like i was watching again the, the golf channel stuff and and they were talking about it where um I think Rory's wife got abused on the course. Yep. Um, someone was deliberately coughing in the back of Ram's backswing. Yep. Like just, and it, it just it literally makes me sick to think that there are dickheads in the crowd that do this stuff. Yep. Like it's okay to cheer and boo, like but don't don't 
Like, yeah, no, you bang on. It's it's that fine line. It's the European crowds and the Australian crowds know how to get involved, but not cross a line. And the American crowds just seem to not not be able to get that use. balance. And it's not everybody. Don't get me wrong. No. But you only need a handful. There's a guy that was sitting standing behind the par three, third or fourth hole early days this morning. And as soon as the ball would leave the club, he would have a European player. Literally, as soon as it left, he'd be like, get left, get in the water. And I'd be like, are you joking? And there was one where um, Casey hit an absolute frozen rope. It was beautiful. And he was like, get in the water. And it landed three feet from the hold and rolled out to eight. And, and Casey just turned around and looked at him like, all right, okay, interesting. That was, a, that was an interesting comment. And that sort of stuff's like, I don't know. There's better. There's you got to be a bit more, put put a bit more thought into it. Uh, shout out to our listeners in America. Uh, obviously, <laughs> if you've listened this far, you've picked up probably three more European centric supporting uh, podcast people here. Trying to be unbiased, but uh, we do have probably a little bit a bent towards the Europeans. You've picked that up. Uh, what do you think? If you want to shout us, uh, let us know. If you do listen, let me know. Send us an email. Send us a tweet. Whatever you whatever you want. But uh, what do you think of? of uh, what we just talked about because uh yeah it's it's look it's interesting and and it, what was interesting to see is i saw some of the uh, footage and some of the people tweeting out and and uh re sending out stuff from uh the france Ryder cup yep and it was like being at a european football match you know it was just singing yep. and singing and chanting and singing it was great there's yep. none of that there's none of that here. It's just such a different vibe, such a different different vibe and sort of feeling and emotion. So interesting to see. If you've got something you want to share with us, please let us know. So where to got, from here? I've got I've got the foursomes for you. If you're ready to ready okay. to have a have a oh, look at them. Breaking news. Breaking news, yes. Uh, so first out is Kepka and Berger versus the Spaniards. Garcia Ooh. and Ram back together. That'll be a good one. That's so that's good. That'll be a really good match. Two two guys that were uh, two guys that were super from Europe, and um, yeah, the the, the, uh, the Americans uh, didn't play poorly. Second out again, Morikawa and DJ versus Casey and Hatton. Oh, really? Yeah, Casey yeah. and Hatton. I don't get that one. Yeah. Okay. Yep. If you didn't get that one, I'm not sure about the next one either. So we've got Spieth and Thomas again. Uh, together that's no not a big shock and they're playing hovland and weisberger so actually i don't mind that one i don't mind that one he's going country and continental yeah i i, I, I think he is. I, hovland and hovland and weisberger i reckon that that one might match yeah i, I get a feeling they're gonna rip them okay i'll my take little, that my little nordic death metal man victor <laughs> is gonna i reckon he's gonna fire him up He's, he's certainly in the top 10 of, uh, you know, the coolest dudes in golf at the moment in my uh, ranking. Absolutely. Not that I have a, a, a one to nine, but he certainly, he we would be in the top 10 of the uh, cool dudes of golf. He, he's always smiling. Yeah. He's always upbeat. He's always positive. Hits a ball a mile. Well, that's Great. what I was going to say. So, so you got, you got, you got burnt cheeseburger and Hovland. So you got cheese land and you're in Wisconsin. <laughs> there you go. That might, so, there you winning, go. winning combination. If any, you reckon he comes out with one of those um, foam cheese head hats? That might work. Sure. So what have we got? And, We've and got... burnt. And burnt on the side. <laughs> um, oh, the last match out is Cantlay and Shoffley 
versus Westy and Fitzy. Oh. So again, I, yeah, I don't know. Westy. Re- yeah. yeah, I don't get it. So who have they sat then? They've sat Larry, uh, Larry Rory. Fleetwood? Fleet, Fleetwood. Uh, yeah. Who else? Um, Casey. Oh, no, Polter. Polter, yeah. Poulter. So Polter, Rory, Fleetwood. I was sort yeah. of hoping for a West Westwood and Fleetwood combination, you know, just to throw a, a Woodwood in there. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, we think about you know what 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 a, you think about who he sat. It's not not this Mister Mister Harrington doesn't have a lot of options really. No, and that's. That's the biggest problem. The biggest problem is the team that's gone in, you needed the the, the uh, guys that were borderline to lift and they haven't. And plus, even worse, you've got one of your top liners in, in Rory not going well. So it really leaves you with little options. And and then you think about, and then you on the flip side, you think about what Stricker's sat. You, you go, I, you know, Finau, Finau and English could have played the foursomes yeah. as well. Yeah. Like they were, they were awesome. Yeah, they were awesome. Yeah, embarrassment of riches on the other team. So the um, thing is that you know he's probably worked it out and gone. Do you know what? I don't need to play these dudes in the foursomes. I've got a couple of here. I can I can make some. You know, I think I've got a good mix here, and it's almost like he's kind of worked it out. Would have been uh, a tough captain's table at the end of the day. Don't worry. You know, with uh, who are the captains for the European team? We've got uh, Padre, Henrik, G Mac, Luke. Uh, who else? Um, your uh, Kaima, Martin Kaima, would have been a tough, tough yeah, round I, table, that one. I, I think it's the not the European problem is that the, the fact that you've got so many your players that you need in form, not in form. Yeah. Okay. You know, West, I don't know, Westy. I don't know. I love Westy. But that, that first part on the first hole. Oh, and, oh and your God. mate. You know, I don't know if I should put it. I don't because I know you. You're still on hiatus from uh, the socials, but I don't know if I shared it with you. But uh, Fried Egg said, "Gee, a, a four footer on the first or Westy will be telling." And I don't think it got within a foot of the hole at any no, given time. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't yeah. touch it. If you're on the opposing team for you know Westy and and somewhat Sergio, but he's hopefully proven proving them wrong. You know, mm. you're you're not giving those two boys too many from inside. No. That far, are you? No. And the flip side was Morikawa. So we know Morikawa is a superstar, but his putting can be off. And the first putt that he had from whatever it was, eight feet, binned it at pace. Mm. But the thing is, though, because of the wind and stuff there, they've probably got the greens going a little bit slower. Yeah. Early in the morning. So it's probably just perfect for him. And Dewey, yeah. The thing is, though, Colin's, Colin's problem is three feet and in. Yeah. He's eight feet away. That's... Yeah, yeah, I got no issue. I got no issue with that. It's like Adam Scott, Adam, you know, yeah, Adam Scott, three, four feet and in, you know, if he's out, if he's at eight feet, we're we're, we're tickety boo. All right, so let's wrap it up. Uh, we thought we'd just do a quick one. What do you forecast at the end of when we wake up this time uh, tomorrow? Where do we see it score wise sitting? Are, are the Europeans going to you know turn around and pull one of those uh, miracles out or? Is it just going to be all over pretty much, and and we're not even going to bother getting up for the uh, the singles because it's a dead rubber by then. Oh, I unfortunately think it's going to be. Okay. Yep. All right. I think uh, I'm looking at that, and I can see another three-one in the morning, and 
the afternoons in um, is what it is. And yeah, it'll be interesting from there. Yeah. Okay. If, if, if they do a repeat, you know, as, as Mike was ripping through the points, as he's the data man, um, you know, that means they've only got two and a half, yep. two yeah. and a half in the singles. And, you know, they're not going to lose all of them. Yeah. 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 You would want to be going into day two after with that a win. More than one win. That's what I was going to say. You'd want to have more than one win on your board to uh, have any sort of hope. But, uh, look, let's end this on a positive. Mike, good luck to you and your dogs today. Go uh, so, Rocket, you're on the dogs, are you? You're, you're, you're yeah, going for I'll, dogs? Yeah, all right. Why wouldn't I'll you? Go for the dogs. Okay. <laughs> I've got to put in both camps. I, 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 for a Melbourne team, to two Melbourne teams, it's going to be great. I uh, can't wait to see the grand final. If Sorry, I was to be, if I was to be impartial, either team win, football wins. Yeah, one's yeah. trying to break a curse, the other one is just the the boys from the west, and they're about to pile on another flag. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Mm. Yep. No, I take look. that. I, I take it. We we uh, obviously I want to see the, the the bulldogs win, but at the same time, if if we have a good game and and do our best and lose to a team that breaks the drought like we did in sixteen, you can't be angry about that. Just think of the just think of the celebration up in the snowfields. <laughs> the cheese boards if, will if be a plenty. The cheese I'll, boards. The, I'll be selling you know, some King Island. The the nineteen ninety penfolds will be out. <laughs> That's it. It's fantastic. Uh, Mike, does uh, do you notice a spike of cheese? Uh, Cheese yep. sales during this time. It starts now. It starts now. I'm not not being funny. It literally starts from spring footy finals weekend, and it only goes through the roof until Christmas week. Spring spring carnival, just a yep. cheese fest for cheese platters and charcuterie plates. Uh, That's plenty exactly all, all around Melbourne and Australia, and, and to paired with beautiful cured meats. That's and it. Absolutely, from Bataki. I tell you what, we had, I had a delivery of uh, Bataki ham. Uh, the guys from Bataki Marketing sent some uh, cheese, uh, not cheese, sorry, that's King Island. Uh, that's your team, Mike. Uh, the guys from Bataki sent all the drum and golf franchises a little care package, a little love package uh, of some ham, cured meats uh, the other day. And uh, we shared that up. Uh, me and Corey took that because we've been doing the lion's share of the load. And uh, tell you what, it's uh, good gear, the uh, Bat- Bataki. I'd love to compliment that with some King Island cheese, Mike, if you... You know, if I ever get one, back to a dairy or the office, I'll be able to get my hands on something. One, 126 Franklin Street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, guys, how, what about the setup? Just in closing, what about the setup? Because should we That's use good. this, uh, you know, live studio? Yeah, I know people are probably, if they see this on the video, they're probably going to think we're at Whistling Straits live, you know, next to Brandall <laughs> Chambly, but we're not quite. Um, yeah, well, we'll try and we'll try and do more of uh, this uh, live studio. What setup. is it called in the AFL when they go to the, go to the score review? What's that little, the hub or... There's something yeah. to the little yeah the that's, that's where you are. Um, I, I could be kingy. I'm the kingy. I'm the kingy <laughs> of the team. Get out of here. We've had this bike and this bike and this bike. He's got a lift. He's got a lift. He's got to do some more. Uh, anyway, a bit of fun. Uh, we'll try and do some more of this uh, different stuff. And uh, thank you if you've subscribed to the YouTube channel. Just uh, want to say thank you to you. It's uh, another video on there from uh, Industry Insider with um, Matt Austin from Ping. If you're a Ping guy or girl go and listen to that uh, it's a little bit of a story about matt austin who's made a life and career playing ping and representing the ping brand so thanks jump over to the youtube channel and look at that and uh we'll keep putting some podcast material out on that as well appreciate you uh listening we'll see you next time on the my love golf podcast when we have a debrief probably of the Ryder cup 
let's see what happens and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. All right. Thanks for listening.